The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show, Beauty Inside and Out. I'm your host, and I have a really special guest with me here today, Diana Aiello. Um, and you know, when I when I decided to do this program and say, what's interesting about beauty? And I asked my friends, family, this group of people, put it on social media and say, what do you want to hear? What do you think beauty represents to you? And what do you want to hear? And it was unanimous. People came back and they wanted to hear about makeup. So of course, it just <laughs> seemed appropriate to have a celebrity makeup artist here um, with us today to be able to share some makeup. But we're going to talk still, if the, shoes, the show is about beauty from the inside out, we're going to talk about makeup from the inside out. So let me tell you a little bit about our guest, Diane. She is 27 years being a makeup artist, and she's got a pretty extensive background in the commercial industry. She's been in magazines, Vanity Fair, Allure, worked with uh, uh, stylists and designers, uh, Michael Kaur, has celebrity uh, clients, Antonio Banderas, Glenn Close, and she's been featured in Allure, L Glamour, Italian Glamour, and has worked with many companies to be able to support them in the campaigns, such as uh, Stila Cosmetics, Levi's, Nike, Harley Davidson. So she's got a great background as a makeup artist. She's going to share all of that with us today. And we're looking forward to even some comments. So if you want to tweet me some questions here for Diane, you can tweet me at Bonnie Bonadeo. So let's turn it over. Let's find out a little bit about Diane. Hi, thank you for joining us today. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so honored and excited to be here. And congratulations on the show. Oh, thank you so much. So you know, I named the show Beauty Inside and Out because I wanted to make sure that we didn't have this superficial or false representation to beauty. And I think mm -hmm. with the way that reality TV shows, uh, people learning things on the Internet and YouTube, um, that beauty is being skewed a little bit. So I want to make sure that in, in all of our episodes, we're talking about kind of the truth of beauty. So tell me what your truth of beauty is. Well, after being in the beauty industry for over or just about three decades, my view of beauty is a little bit different because to every day I am surrounded by people who the world would say are conventionally beautiful. But for me, beauty is what, what you see visually that brings you joy and happiness. And beauty really emanates from the heart. I think that... One thing that I tell people that I work with, my coaching and mentoring students that I work with is makeup artists, models, actresses, really, there's no amount of makeup, there's no perfect lipstick, there's no perfect haircut that is going to mask an unhappy heart. 
So beauty comes from the heart. It, it emanates from there. For mm, me. Perfect. Well, as a, you know, as a very successful makeup artist, and I can't imagine that this is an in, a, a easy industry, but certainly I think it's a fun industry to be in. Yes. So give us a little bit about you know, what, what, it, what your role is as a makeup artist in the industry. Well, I do wear a few different hats in the industry. I, for majority of my career, I have worked in editorial fashion, backstage at New York Fashion Week and runway shows, commercials, videos. So my role there is really to, I feel my role is to take care of the person in my chair, to instill confidence in them, to make them look and feel beautiful, to get them ready to take the stage, whatever stage that might be. If it's getting in front of a camera, if it's getting on a runway, whatever that is, that's my role there. I also have a team of artists called Glam Lounge Artists, and my philosophy there is kind of the same. We, we help people feel and look beautiful if it's their wedding day, special events, whatever that is that they need. And then I coach and mentor makeup artists really on not just makeup skills, but to help them live their dream as a makeup artist, to get to where they want to be. So I do wear a few different hats, but it all stems from who you're being. Like I said, it's it's all from the heart. That's where well, it begins. I, that's great, and, that, and that's true. If you, these simple things of makeup can make us feel better about ourselves, so that's great. But I got to tell you, I was nervous about showing up with my makeup today. I'm like, what's she going to say? <laughs> no, you oh, look beautiful. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you just, <laughs> sometimes I think that that's how we feel, though. It's like, I know you're an expert in this, so did I do it right? How does it look, you know? Is this the right colors for me? <laughs> and you know what? I will tell you, even even backstage with with supermodels, I will tell you that it doesn't matter who you are. Everybody has those moments. We all have those moments where we're going, oh, I don't quite feel my best today. Or am I doing this right? Or, you know, everybody has their flaws that they see. The rest of the world doesn't see them that way. Yeah. And, you know, and that's part of that beauty from the inside. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, why am I questioning that? What still Mm -hmm. has me be insecure when an expert's sitting across from me here in the, you know, in in the, the, the studio thinking, you know, do I do I got mascara running underneath my eyes right now? Is there lipstick on my teeth, right? I, I have that effect on people at times. <laughs> there are times, you know, people, when I meet them, and, and the first thing they say is, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, you're a makeup artist. Oh, and they start to cover their face with their hand. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. I don't judge. I don't judge anybody's makeup, really, because I, I figured that out a long time ago. If that's what I did every time I looked at somebody, I would drive myself crazy oh. if I was looking at their makeup instead of looking at them. Oh, that's and true. And so I just, I, I, I don't. I just look at people and I, I see them in their eyes. And, you know, I really love to engage with people and get to know them and talk to them. So the makeup stuff, I don't even honestly pay that much attention to when oh, I'm well talking that, to someone. Well, well, that makes me feel a lot better. So <laughs> I know in, in, you know, last week's episode, and it was kind of the launch of Beauty Inside Now, um, you know, I had shared that I, I wasn't necessarily somebody at a young age that played with makeup and hair and wanted to go into beauty. I kind of fell into it in high school when I just was struggling to mm-hmm. get through those teenage years. I just wanted to be grown up. You know, I wanted to be out in the world, and I had, um, you know, I, I, I remember I had this experience when I was five years old that I got chosen to be the valedictorian of the class, and we literally wore cap and gowns in oh, wow. kindergarten and graduated, and I got chosen as this. Um, not sure it was academically based at all. 
and so I, I had said, I said, okay, that's great. And I remembered what I said when I stood up in front of all of those people and the microphone was in front of my face. And I said, you know, I want to work hard like my daddy and carry a briefcase. So I think by the time I reached that point in high school, it was like, I am so ready to just work hard and carry a briefcase <laughs> um, and not go through this struggle anymore. And so I kind of fell into beauty. But tell me your story of how you got involved in beauty. Well, I think in many ways, I am the typical makeup artist. If you talk, if you put 100 makeup artists in the room and ask them how they got their start, most of them, I think, would say, I've always been a makeup artist from the time I was little. I was enamored and obsessed with makeup. And my mom was an Avon lady, so she had her little Avon, her little blue and green and purple paisley Avon case that had all the samples. And at five years old, I was obviously a different kind of five-year-old than you were, <laughs> but at five years old, I'd sneak into her bathroom before first grade, and I'd take out the makeup and put it on, and I'd blend it and blend it so that nobody would know. She knew, but that's what I would do. And so I just grew up being very enamored by all of it, and then... In college, after three years, I told my parents, I was a criminal justice major, and I said, I think I want to break. I think I want to go to beauty school. And they fully supported that. They said, oh, that's perfect for you. This is perfect. And so I did. I went to beauty school. I worked in salons, and then I found my love being on set and working behind the scenes with people. Oh, that's perfect. That's a great mm -hmm. story. Yeah, yeah. I know that I had a lot of friends that, you know, they would cut Barbie doll's hair mm -hmm. and apply makeup on Barbie yes. dolls and their other dolls and things like that. Yeah, no, I was playing in the mud with the boys. I did that so. too, but <laughs> I had all b male cousins, so I was playing in the mud, but I had a Miss Deb doll. Do you even do you I know do what remember, that was? yes. That was just yes. like that big head with the hair and you pull the hair. I yes. loved those dolls. Yeah. Yeah, I and I did. I mean, I kind of like naturally gravitated to that stuff. You know, it was always given to me. It's like, oh, you're a girl, so you play with dolls, right? Mm -hmm. That that gender identity issue we're going mm -hmm. through right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I found myself, you know, more interested in other things. So I was definitely more athletic and, you know, makeup. But when I became a cheerleader and they're like, you got to curl your hair mm -hmm. and you got to put makeup on so you look all chipper and stuff like that. <laughs> right. I'm like... I was really lost and, you know, and I was, I was afraid that it was like this, oh, I got to start to do these things and develop into this woman, you know, being mm -hmm. this woman type of thing. And it, and it felt like at a very early age, but if we look at what's going on right now in society, there's a lot of that happening. Like very young girls very are young. infatuated with makeup, whether their parents are letting them wear it or mm -hmm. not is a different story, but they're infatuated with all of this beauty. Yes. Absolutely. And it's it's all the things that they are seeing around them, music, television, media, social media, young girls. I mean, I had a beauty boutique for a while and moms would bring their daughters in at nine and 10 years old that the girls at school were wearing makeup. And, I ha and, and they would ask me, what should I do? Because she wants to wear makeup. So I would tell the moms, here's a good rule of thumb. Tell your daughter when she can wash her face twice a day, morning and night, every day, mm -hmm. then she can start wearing makeup because, you know, they want to wear makeup. They don't know how to take the makeup off. They get eye infections from mascara, all this yucky stuff. But the culture now, you know, we kind of open the door with reality stars and Instagram stars and YouTube stars that are very young. And we kind of shape them, but now they're shaping what we're doing. Even makeup artists, it, it's for the consumer and makeup artists, they are shaping what we're doing because inst there's Instagram stars doing 
makeup and YouTube gurus doing makeup that aren't actually makeup artists working on other people, but they're putting information out there that's maybe not the best information, and young girls are being influenced by it. So everybody's an expert. Everyone is yeah. an expert, and I just had an experience a couple of days ago. I was working on a commercial, and one of the young actors said, my girlfriend's a makeup artist. And I said, really? Who does she work for? And he says, well, she works at Sonic. She's a waitress, but she does YouTube videos. And I said, oh, so does she, she doesn't have, like, clients. She, no, she just does her own makeup on YouTube. But she's a makeup artist. Wow. So, yeah. But, you know, makeup's <clears throat> been around for a long time. So this is mm -hmm. just, you know, now we have the social platforms just to mm -hmm. elevate it. But yeah. the history of makeup has been around for, you know, centuries. Forever. Yeah, from geisha girls to Egyptians and princesses and everything. Mm -hmm. You know, like even the queen whited out her face be right. to look different. So it's not, this is not new. It's just a new way that it's kind of getting exposed out there a little bit. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And <clears throat> word travels very quickly. Information travels very quickly. And so we're seeing trends happen so fast. And one person starts the trend or somebody, a young makeup artist gets information from an older makeup book or a makeup artist, you know, Kevin O'Quan, legendary makeup artist with contouring. In his book, Making Faces, he has an image of very exaggerated contouring and highlighting. And there's a lot of young makeup artists that started doing that, not understanding that it was exaggerated for a photo to make a point, but not the technique that you should be using. And it, they ran with it. And so. And there's a huge difference. So f doing makeup for, you know, heavy lights, so an evening mm -hmm. event, a glamour event type of thing, doing makeup for a photo shoot or photography, mm -hmm. and wearing makeup just, you know, every day to the office or out to dinner. It's all very different. It's all very different, completely different. I mean, when you, see, when you see reality stars or you see people on the red carpet, they've got lights in their face. They've got paparazzi in their face or they're, you know, they're being lit. And that's a very different makeup when you have lighting in front of you and it washes everything out. But if you are following an Instagram star or a star that does a reality um, or a makeup artist that does a reality star's makeup, and you're seeing them do all these heavy layers, if you walk out in natural daylight and go to the office in that, it's not quite so flattering. It, mm -hmm. it doesn't quite look the same. Yeah, yeah, it's I more totally like a, get that. It's more like a mask than pretty makeup. Well, I, I agree. So I definitely <laughs> want to hear more of this. Um, we're going to also talk about some tips, some techniques. We're going to talk okay. about fall trends. Like We've got a lot to talk about. We're getting ready to head into a break here a little bit, but I want to throw a question at you that we're going to answer on the back end of the break. Okay, you ready? Mm -hmm. ready? What absolutely drives you crazy of what people are doing out there in regards to some makeup techniques um, or colors? You know. All right, so think okay. about that. Then when we come back from the break, I want you to answer that. Okay. And be truthful, okay? okay. <laughs> All right, great. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. 
From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We have guest with us today, celebrity makeup artist Diane Aiello. And she, we just asked her a question before the break. And the question was, what drives you most crazy about what people are doing with makeup today? So we're going to let Diane answer that. Well, I did touch on it a little bit with the contouring. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. I think most artists that have been doing makeup for years, like I have, it's their biggest pet peeve. It's the heavy layer upon layer. I watched a makeup artist that is now touted as one of the top makeup artists in the industry. It was somebody I've never heard of. And I watched her videos and it's layer upon layer. It's the primer and the foundation and the corrector and the concealer and the highlighter and the contour and then more corrector and more concealer. And now it's been taken to a new height with clown contouring. I don't know if you've heard of that. I have heard of it, and I did watch a video on it. <laughs> this is not this, – this is great if you are an Instagram star or a YouTube star and you're using lots of filters in your photos and you're lighting yourself. That's fine. You can do it. But the average person, you don't need to do all that. You don't, it, you don't need it. It takes too long. And you're going to look just as beautiful with, you know, regular makeup, honestly, in every day. So that's a, that's a big pet peeve. There's a lot of stuff. The other thing that was really, I think, bothering most makeup artists was called the Instagram brow. And everybody on Instagram, they're drawing this brow that looks kind of almost like a boomerang and very filled in. So that was, you know, that was something for a while. It's kind of fading because the contouring took over. But it's just not necessary. I think all of these things, to me, what they are saying is uh, they're just giving us another way to disapprove of ourselves Mm. instead of embracing who you are 
and just saying, okay, this is my nose. These are my lips that, you know, enhance them a little with makeup, but you don't have to completely re-engineer your face with makeup steps. Right, because it's about enhancing your good features and Mm -hmm. diminishing your features that maybe you are a little self-conscious or sensitive of. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the, the play of light and dark, that's what makeup is all about. It's all about contouring. That's what it's always been about. But em- embrace the good stuff, the stuff you love, and play those features up. And absolutely, the other stuff maybe don't play up so much. You know? Right. Well, I called this episode Eyes Wide Open because I really want mm-hmm. people to understand that even in, in a makeup application, it's about creating the opportunity for the most natural beauty to come through, not a false sense of beauty to come through. And I think that that's really kind of skewed right now. And I look at, you know, I look at the Kardashians and some of these reality show stars, mm-hmm. and I'm, and they're beautiful. Okay, they're, they're gorgeous. They're beautiful, but they're almost perfect. And I'm like, how do they do mm-hmm. that? How do they create that perfection? And now it's kind of getting skewed to where they, mm-hmm. as perfect as they are, mm-hmm. they're not perfect enough. And now they're doing yes. things that are altering their natural beauty. Well, you know, in this in this case, when you have somebody at that level of visibility, it takes a village. It really takes a village to get the Kardashians ready. You know, they have their glam team. They have, you know, their stylist. They have all these people that help them to do that. And I think that's great. But for the average person, we have to keep in mind that, you know, th- they are getting little alterations here and there, even the youngest, mm-hmm. even Kylie. She's a, she's a young girl. She's had stuff done. And it for me, I think if you want to do something to enhance your looks and it makes you truly feel confident and good about yourself, that's great. But it concerns me that young girls think that that's what they have to look like. You, you can embrace who you are and your own individual beauty. It doesn't have to be a carbon copy of somebody else. You don't have to, you know, have things added, injected, augmented to be beautiful. You know, you don't have to have that. That's the message that bothers me a little bit that we're putting out there. Right. And we're putting it out there. (laughs) The younger, they're getting younger and Mm -hmm. younger, thinking that who they are is not enough. Well, if they're not secure with who they are at 18, which why Mm -hmm. would you be? That's a a difficult time anyway for anybody. But you have to grow into yourself. I mean, you know, now at my age, and I'm sure you can, you know, understand this as well, that, you know, it's like I'm really comfortable in my skin, my aging and my flaws. But I've learned things. I've been educated, informed, and inspired on certain Mm -hmm. things that I'm like, ooh, that makes me feel better. That makes me look prettier. I definitely like Mm -hmm. this color on my lips over this color. Right. You know, it enhances my eyes or whatever those things are. I've learned that over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I absolutely agree. And I, I get concerned also with, with all the social media, with all the selfies. We're a selfie nation. Mm-hmm. And I get concerned what happens to all of these beautiful girls who are already beautiful, who are taking selfies every day. What happens to them as they age? It's They're going to be chasing perfection mm-hmm. over and over again. And I think that's what we're seeing with all these reality stars and reality families. They're chasing. They, they've already set themselves up as this is what I represent. This is who I am. You know, all those girls represent something, and now they have to chase what they're representing, the perfection of that. 
All the way so, down the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yes, they have to have more things done, and you know, and they are gorgeous. They're all gorgeous, and they were gorgeous when they started, and they're gorgeous now. But you know, for people that maybe don't feel as secure, it's it concerns me about the message. But I think that you know, again, it is like you said. As we get older, thank goodness for wisdom and experience, and. I'm so glad I have that. I don't think I would trade having a completely wrinkle-free face for what I know now. Oh, no, no. I have mm-hmm. to, you know, it's it's like that's part of the process. So mm-hmm. I know I want to educate people on mm-hmm. those things that can enhance our beauty but not take away from who we are or cover up mm-hmm. what we're trying not to show because it's not authentic. Then it's not coming from within. And if your beauty is not coming from within, then you're going to keep, like you said, chasing that perfection Right. And uh, that's a very unhealthy view of beauty. Yes. And it's unfortunate. Absolutely. So we got we to gotta really educate people more. So I'm mm-hmm. loving this conversation that we're having here. So tell me a little bit, as a, as a professional makeup artist, then, what's a day look like? So you're on, you know, you're on a shoot with a client. Give us a little insight of one of your exciting uh, days as a makeup artist. You know, every day is different, but on... On average, in general, I'm up early because we have early call times and, you know, load up the car, get out the door when I'm on set. As I said, it is my role, I feel, on set as a caregiver. That's how I've always viewed my role as a makeup artist. I'm a caregiver. I'm taking care of that person. So I'm there to make sure that they they look beautiful and they're ready for the camera. But I'm usually, you know, up early, setting things up, getting them ready. It takes a while to get people ready. I mean, even the most beautiful models in the world, and I've worked with some of the most beautiful people in the world, it still takes time to get them ready. Mm-hmm. They're not perfect. It takes, you know, it takes a while. It takes a couple hours to get the hair and the makeup and the wardrobe and everything. And then we get them on set. It's usually a 10 or 12-hour day on average. And then I go home and I, I work on a little bit of business for the next day. And But... You know, you're always, the, the people, the images that you see in magazines, first of all, they're usually touched up. They're usually retouched. But I'm there to make sure that the person looks like that all day long, fixing and, you know, fixing the hair, fixing the makeup, making sure it all looks great throughout the day. Yeah, and so each wardrobe change is a makeup transformation Mm -hmm. because whatever you're putting on now, you're wanting to accentuate through makeup and hair and everything. So it's like you're starting all over again, starting all over again. Yes, and and we would all look incredible if we had a team following us all day long. Oh my gosh, (laughs) yes. I need a team following me all day long so I look good on radio, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and I was periscoping here a minute ago, but it wasn't working so well. So we're going to try that after we come back from the next break. Um, because in this next segment, what I want to really talk about are the tips and tricks that um, that people might be interested in hearing. You know, what's what does a real makeup artist have to say about some of this stuff? We're going to talk about fall trends as well. What are some okay. things that you're seeing out there? I'd love to hear, you know, some products, ideas, or techniques that, um, you know, kind of work for you that you can share with us that we can try. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and who knows? One of the listeners might be putting up a YouTube video on that information, <laughs> right? <be> great. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, give us a little bit, like, what, in being a makeup artist, what have you learned about yourself? There's... I feel like there's something that kind of comes through when we have these careers in beauty that mm-hmm. then we say, 
um, there's so much more to the inside of my role than what I'm applying on mm-hmm. the outside. Yes, absolutely. I, I think I knew early on as part of the whole caregiver thing, I think that my purpose is to really create confidence in the person that's sitting in the chair. And not necessarily confidence because I'm putting makeup on them, but to make them feel good and find that little piece of them that, you know, I can bring out through conversation and getting to know them and just lifting them up a little bit. We all need that. And it's nice to have somebody do that. Um, For me, I have learned, I think when I was very young and got in the business, I was chasing that perfection too. I thought that I had to look a certain way or be a certain way or dress a certain way. And I've learned that perfection is just a losing game. You just, you can't Mm. win. So you, it's more important to develop who you are and really be satisfied with that. And I think I've learned that because the most beautiful people that I've been on set with, like I said earlier, that they're not always comfortable with who they are. And they're insecure. I love that because it really does come from the inside. And when you're Mm -hmm. touching somebody's face and you're that close to them, that's a real intimate moment. It is. So you do have to kind of work from the inside out. All right. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, so here's the thing. If you want to if you want to be able to tweet us uh, some information, mm-hmm. you know, tweet me at bonniebonadeo.com and when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the tips, the tricks, the trends mm-hmm. all about makeup at this point. So, be sure to join us. Uh, we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Be part of the inner revolution sweeping the planet. Tune into Inner Revolutionary Radio with Beth Green on the Voice America Variety Channel. And now also enjoy Beth's channel, Inner Revolutionary TV, on voiceamerica.tv. See inspiring videos about our guests and the inner revolution. Hear commentaries that will help clarify our time. And watch interviews of people who will matter to you. Think outside the box. Watch Inner Revolutionary TV on voiceamerica.tv. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. 
Hi, everybody. Your host, Bon Bonadeo, here. I have guests with me today, celebrity makeup artist Diana Yellow. You know, we had the opportunity um, to share in a book called Success and Beauty, uh, The Secrets to Effortless Fulfillment and Happiness. So we each contributed a chapter, and Diana's, uh, Diane's chapter was really revealing of you know, the day-to-day makeup artist's life, everything. So here's the book. I'm going to show it on Periscope right now, too. I know you can't see it on the radio, but I'm putting a little Periscope focus there. And, uh, yeah, so you can get this at bonniebondeo.com. Just click on the link, and happy to send it off to you. All right, so we're back. This is it. We want to hear tips, tricks, and trends here. Now, my biggest concern is... I, my eyes water all the time. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why it's happening. So mascara is like I want the trick to the perfect mascara or know what your favorite mascara is. Well, I have a few favorite mascaras. I still love the pink and green Great Lash. Love that one too. Original Great Lash. I love that. It works on most people. I also love, and I hope I'm going to get this right, it's called Better Than Sex. Ooh. And it is, I believe, by Tarte. Okay. And that's a mascara. It's a mascara. Well, that sounds like the one I need. <laughs> and and it's great because as my lashes are getting more sparse, mm-hmm. that one makes it look like I still have the lashes I had when I was, you know, like 30. So the other one is Dior Show. A lot of people love that one. Perfect. Well, thanks for those tips. All right. So give us... Give us some ideas here. I mean, you know, I can't put on liner to save my life. Um, and But kind of give us, you know, like, is the foundation still really essential? When mm-hmm. powder, no powder. Like, okay. give us some tips on that. Well, liner first, because a lot of people have a challenge with that. And there's a couple of things you can do. It doesn't have to be perfect. I love if you use just a, a pencil liner. And I always work from the outside in. So I start at the outer corner and I work into the tear duct. And it should be thicker on the outside and thinner on the inside. And then you just get a tiny little blending brush and you just blend it. So it doesn't have to start out perfect. Mm -hmm. You can blend it so it looks great and smooth. Also, liquid liner, you know, the the feline flick, the cat eye is really in. And that's going to carry through the fall. But it's really hard for a lot of people to do. It's impossible. I I have challenges using the pen. So I love a cream or pot liner. And there's some great companies. I think Inglot makes a great one. That's a makeup artist brand, but great. Um, MAC makes a good one. And again, I start from the outside. And just on the corner of your eye, in the very corner, if you just do a little diagonal line, and that's where you start your wing. And then you just work it backwards, and then you fill it in. Okay. So you're almost making like a V shape and then you're filling it in. Okay. And it takes a little practice and a little patience, but I think that's the easiest way. And that that trend is going to carry through till fall. And another thing in the fall that I love glowing skin. I that's that's also why all the layers of makeup I think there's something really beautiful when you're looking at somebody and talking to somebody and their skin is just glowing. I think that's more um, appealing than having layers of contour. But it's also going to be a trend in the fall. So the red lip is back, either red or burgundy, that's back. I don't think it ever left, but it's definitely in for fall and matte lips instead of super shiny. Uh, But the glowing skin and having a really pretty blush, I love cream blush Mm. because it gives that glow. That's my favorite too. And you can use your fingertips, just blend it in. 
a, a nice rosy gold color is beautiful for fall or even a bronze with a little bit of liner with a red lip. I think that's a beautiful look and it will work on anybody. It doesn't matter if you're 80 or if you're 20, that will work on just about everybody. Is it still using the powder to kind of help set the makeup? And when, mm -hmm. at what point do you use the powder? Powder, a good rule of thumb is cream to cream and powder to powder. So any cream makeups you're putting on, you'd put on first, and then you would apply powders to set them. So first you put your foundation and concealer. If you use primer, obviously primer, foundation, concealer, and then a little dusting of powder just to set it. And I think with the look this fall, just a little bit of powder, not a ton of powder. Because we want that glowing face right. that Diane loves. Right. Yeah, exactly. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. And less is more. So I've found that I'm kind of taking my foundation and instead of kind of applying it from, you know, forehead to, mm -hmm. you know, below the, you know, the, the chin line there. I'm kind of just putting it where I feel like I have discoloration or unevenness in my skin going into then the rest of my makeup application and then kind of just doing a slight powder mm -hmm. finish. Yes, that's, that is a great way to do it. I mean, it's, it, sometimes people get stuck in thinking that you have to almost cover and coat the whole face. You don't have to. You can just spot where you need it and spot conceal any place that's red or dark circles and then, you know, go from there with your blush or mm -hmm. your powder. I do... Um, I do programs uh, under the uh, nonprofit organization of Look Good, Feel Better. Mm -hmm. And these are women that are apparently, you know, they're, they're currently going through cancer. They're yes. losing uh, their hair. So they've gone through treatments, chemotherapy and radiation. They're losing their hair, which means that mm -hmm. when you lose your hair, you're losing your eyebrows yes. and your eyelashes. Yes. So I go in and I help these women out on how to be able to put wigs on, look for wigs. Mm -hmm. um, we try different ones on with color, but mainly... I focus on the makeup because what I mm -hmm. know to be true is that when something is false on her head like that, it's uncomfortable. Yes. So we teach them how to just do a couple wraps with scarves. But if, mm -hmm. but if I can teach them a few techniques in makeup, it makes them feel yes. better about themselves because they look better even if they don't have hair. Mm -hmm. And the eyebrow thing and, you know, bringing yeah. out the eyes – I have people say to me all the time, I think, you know, this is the first time I've ever had somebody teach me makeup. Yeah, I find a lot of yeah. people have not been taught by a professional. They learned from their mom. They learned from their big sister. They learned from their friend. Or, you know, when I was 16, I was reading, or even younger, I was reading everything about makeup. I wanted to know everything. But, and some people just don't take the time for it because they have other pursuits or their school or, you know, whatever they're doing. But I think it's a good thing just once to go to a professional and have your makeup done and see what it's like and see how they see you instead of how you see you. Yeah. And for me, that's one, of, that's one of the most amazing things about doing makeup is as you finish the process, sometimes people that have never had their makeup done or they have their own insecurities... And all of a sudden, they sit up straighter, they're smiling, they keep looking at themselves, and they just have the biggest smile because they just saw themselves through your eyes and what you brought out in them, maybe that they didn't know that was it was mm -hmm. there. I think a lot of times, you know, people that are, they, you know, they might put on a little bit of makeup because they, it, it's kind of a society norm mm -hmm. anymore, right? Um, but they're not playing around with it or they're not you know, as educated in it, we'll say. Mm -hmm. um, but I think they kind of go safe. So they think, well, my mom wore peach. 
right. uh, lips and peach cheeks. Um, so that's what I'm going to do type of thing. Mm-hmm. But give us a sense then of, you know, where are some areas that when we're looking at the makeup in its packaging, mm-hmm. where are some areas that we can be a little bit more riskier and expressive and get away with it? Well, I always, one thing I always recommend, if you can try the makeup on, you should, and you should also see how it looks in natural light. Like, get out of the store, put put a little on your hand, put a little on your lip, on your cheek, whatever, and go and walk outside of the store and get into natural light. But a few things with lipstick, if you can try the lipstick on, one little trick I do, put three colors that you like, and, and you'll be able to tell which one clashes with your skin and which one works with your skin. Um, I think there's just... Even if you're looking at powder, foundation, if you're trying to make yourself look more tan, you don't you don't want to go more than two shades darker than your skin ever because it just looks muddy. Um, even with bronzer, two shades darker. But if you can try the product on, if you can have a tester of it, that's always the best way to go. With blush, I think there's a couple, you know, Pinks and peaches universally look good on just about everybody. Yeah, so. yeah, and I think people m- maybe think that the pink, you know, is too soft or too young, but the truth is, is I think pink is is even you know going into uh, a more vibrant pink because mm-hmm. if they have color on their skin, the vibrancy diminishes. Right, it's not as vibrant on on skin that has depth. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe paler skin, yes, it's going to look fuchsia. Right. But that's what, get, I mean, if, if you look at little children and, and they're running around and playing, their cheeks are pink and rosy. And so that's why that color works on, you know, works on just about everybody. You just have to find the right shade. And you can do the same thing. Put three shades on and see which one. You'll know when you put, when you put shades on your hand next to each other, you'll know you can. Yeah. what pops out and looks the best and what just goes wrong on your yeah, skin. Yeah, so, good. So yeah. we got some fall trends. We got some good tips on that. What's one more thing you can share with us so that we're, you know, that we feel as though we're as professional in our own makeup as we can be? Well, the the one thing is it always has to start with good skin. So cleansing and choose a cleanser that does not strip your skin. If you wash your face and your face feels dry, the cleanser is too strong. Mm. I love oil cleansers personally. Oh. Anything oily, it dissolves all the makeup, it cleans everything off, and it doesn't overstrip your skin. So it starts there. If you have good skin, then the makeup's going to look even better. So good cleansing, good moisturizing. Mm-hmm. Um, why would I use a primer and why would I not? That is a personal choice. I don't. I am not the biggest fan of primers because they weren't really around when I started doing makeup. There were hardly any primers. Some people love it if the if their skin texture is maybe more bumpy or if makeup doesn't last on them. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing with makeup. You put on your moisturizer or sunscreen. Wait ten or fifteen minutes before you start your makeup because you want it to penetrate in. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're just kind of putting it on top of the moisturizer that's still sitting on your skin. Right. And when um. the moisturizer sinks in, the makeup's going to sink in because a lot of people say, "Oh, it doesn't last." Well. Give your skin time to to drink in the moisturizer and then start your makeup. Perfect. Good. Mm -hmm. All right. So we talked about primer. What about tools? Like what's your favorite tool as a makeup artist that as a consumer um, I should have in my little makeup bag? I think, first of all, having some good brushes. And you can get, you know, reasonably priced small sets of brushes. I mean, powder, blush, one or two eyeshadow brushes. Um, you don't have to have a lip brush, but um, 
and blush. Get the get those, and you can get them at all different price points. You can order them online. The other thing is the beauty blender. Every makeup artist, every professional makeup artist loves their beauty blender. It's an egg-shaped sponge uh, that you wet and you blend. It helps you blend everything. And love those. Love those. Perfect. They're great. Well, I love all of those tips, tricks, and trends. I got to go get me some burgundy <laughs> lipstick here. So, again, if you want to tweet us, um, bonniebonadeo.com. Thanks for sharing with us on Periscope for those that joined yeah. us on Periscope. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to be back with Diane. She's going to tell us a little bit then about some of the services that she offers mm-hmm. as a makeup artist if somebody's interested in booking her or some of her team for an event. Coming right up on Beauty Inside and Out. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions, to profits, to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. If the financial markets interest you, if you want to potentially earn a higher return, if you're not satisfied with your investment returns, or if you're only making 1% on your investments sitting in the bank, do you see the stock market hitting record highs but feel you have no one to trust? Voice America's own Jordan Kimmel, the host of Magnet Investing for over seven years, is applying his strategies of magnet investing and is managing individual accounts. Jordan Kimmel has joined InvestView, the Red Bank, New Jersey Investment Education and Asset Management firm and his team can help you contact jordan and the team at investview at 732-380-7271 or by email at jkimmel at investview.com if you would like a complimentary portfolio review or to speak to a representative call us past performance of investments are not indicative of future results investing is inherently risky all recommendations should be researched by the investor call investview at 732-380-7271 that's 732-380-7271 follow us on twitter at voice america trn get the lowdown on guests new shows and your favorites that's voice america trn You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. 
Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Oh, welcome back, everybody. Okay, so my guest, Diana Alello, she's been sharing nothing but great stuff about makeup. And honestly, I could talk about makeup all day long, I think, right? Um, but I love the expression that you did from the inside and, you know, how there's confidence and just being able to have that connection with people that you're doing makeup mm-hmm. for um, out there. So tell us a little bit, where do we find you? What are some services that you offer? And so if somebody's interested in having some professional makeup done for a special mm-hmm. event, or maybe it's a, a company that's getting ready to put on a big mm-hmm. shoot, um, needs some help. Well, my freelance business is my name, com, and that is the commercials and videos and print and runway. My other business, Glam Lounge Artists, is my team, and we do special occasion, weddings, if you have a speaking engagement, if you're having photos done. You know, everybody needs photos these days, so we do a lot of that, or makeup lessons. And so you can find us at glamlounge.net. And the email is hello at glamlounge.net. Perfect. So, Diane, I'm gonna, it's Diane and then ILO, which is A-I-E-L-L-O.com. Yes. So that's how you can track her down. And then glamlounge.net. Mm-hmm. Go to her website. You can find it a little bit more about her. And I'm sure that there's a contact way to get mm-hmm. through from the website and everything. Absolutely. So special yeah. events, speakers. So, you know, I mentioned some of the companies earlier, like Harley Davidson and Nike. Mm-hmm. So, I work, you know, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. not just talking about people that are looking for fashion and beauty or mm-hmm. within that industry. If you've got a can't, you're listening right now, and you're putting together a big campaign, and you have mm-hmm. a model, a part of it. Um, you know, Diane's your girl. Yeah. She can <laughs> she can make that happen and mm-hmm. bring uh, bring out some beauty from the inside out, and have you look good as well. Well, thank you again for being thank here. Thank you so yeah. much. This what has would been you like to? Pleasure. Yeah. What would you like to share with it uh, with our audience here on the uh, on the on the tail end? Oh my goodness! I think really just embrace who you are and accept where you are, you're, you're here for a reason, and embrace how you look and who you are and go with your strong points. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Love that. Thank you so much. So mm-hmm. I know I had mentioned um, Look Good, Feel Better as uh, an opportunity. So if anybody's listening and they have a friend, that uh, a sister, a mother that's going through cancer, is getting chemotherapy, radiation, they're going through that process where they're losing their hair, uh, lookgoodfeelbetter.org. Um, or you can contact the American Cancer Society, and that information is on there as well. It's a great program that every woman going through this can uh, participate in a class. You get a fabulous makeup kit from all different vendors and retailers of makeup. And we just take you through some of these makeup tips. So that's also a fun thing to do, and I want to share that out there. Um, next week's guest, we have uh, C.G. Funk, and she is the vice president of... Uh, Uh, Massage Envy. So last week, Massage Envy did this huge campaign where um, they donate money to the Arthritis Foundation, so Healing Hands for Arthritis. Mm -hmm. And they raise an enormous amount of money, and people go in to get massages, like $10 from every massage Mm -hmm. uh, goes to the foundation and everything. So she's going to share with us some of the results of that next week. But more importantly, you know, what is you know, some of the results we can expect as a person just getting a massage because, yeah, it might feel good and feel very Mm -hmm. spa-like, but the truth is I think there's a lot of healing benefits to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you get massages, Diane? Not as much as I should, but it's so important to work everything out, get out the toxins. It's just, 
it's so good for you to kind of, it kind of realigns everything. It does. And I, you know, they offer facials too. So Mm -hmm. there's a whole aesthetic side to that organization as well. What give us, give us like some insight, you know, from, from that angle, like facials, cleansing, Mm -hmm. you know, ideas, techniques in order for our makeup to be, uh, to look better on us. Well, I do think with face, I'm a big fan of facials. I started with skincare too. That was my background as well. I think it's not just fluffy. It is good for your skin. It's also to get, you know, again, the massage in a facial, get the toxins out, exfoliate. It's so good for your skin. I heard you saying last week you love an Epsom salt bath. I love that. I do. Yeah. That is is my treatment if I don't, I mean, it could be stomach ache, I don't feel good, have a backache, or just want to relax. And it's so good for you to, Mm -hmm. to detox. Yeah, it's uh, that's really that's like what I consider to be my at home spa treatment. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like I'm in the tub. If anybody calls, I'm in the tub. (laughs) And that means that I'm in the tub with Epsom salt and Mm -hmm. lavender usually. And that's like my favorite thing. Well, again, I'm so thrilled to have you with us today. And I'd like to I like to close with a quote and have you add some something to it here. So confidence does not come from being liked or loved. It comes from your ability to like and love yourself. And apparently that was from a Brett Campbell. Don't know who that is. Mm, Just one of those things that comes across social media. So that's a good one, though, for sure. And I, like I said before, I I don't, you know, there's no amount of product or lipstick or anything like that that's going to mask an unhappy heart. Mm. So, you know, your heart is happy. You serve other people. You have a purpose, and that's kind of where beauty comes from. It is beauty from the inside out. And I know that just having the experience in this industry for as long as I have, there's so much more that we have that human connection with a person is not on the outside at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's so there's that emotional connection, that emotional, uh, you know, support system that yes us as professionals in this industry are to our clients and to those that we serve. Absolutely. And, um, but that's also the part at the end of the day that is why we say we mm-hmm. love what we do. Yes, it is. It's because it's very fulfilling. It's mm-hmm. not just application. It is, you feel like you made a difference with somebody. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a meaningful connection. It's a very meaningful connection. Mm-hmm. And because we have the license to touch, in a sense, it's a it's mm-hmm. a very, very intimate connection with people when you're that close to them and touching their skin. It is. You know, mm-hmm. and looking them in the eye very closely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So it is. got to be confident with yes. yourself and there's that confidence with them. Well, again, mm-hmm. thank you for being thank here today. You. This has been great. So find me on uh, Bonnie Bonadeo. Uh, Dot com. You can email me, Bonnie, at BonnieBonadeo.com. And I'd love to hear some ideas for the show that you have. You might want to be a guest or uh, you might have some questions that you're like, I want to know about this. So we can get that guest on to be able to answer those questions. You can follow me on Twitter, Bonnie Bonadeo. And, um, uh, and also Facebook page, Beauty Inside and Out Show. So like us on that page. Let us know what you're interested in. And, of course, then you can find Diana Aiello at dianaaiello.com and or glamlounge.net. So thanks for being with us today. Join us next week, Thursday, 2 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, we look forward to sharing beauty from the inside out. Because remember, you have to be you to be beautiful. Thanks. 
Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management.